Welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast, where we equip you to pray powerful prayers that will transform the lives of your children. One of the ways that we do that is by offering a Monday through Friday Zoom room where moms of all ages and stages come together to grow in the Word of God. We meet at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. In the Zoom room, we take our weekly topic to a deeper level and talk about what the Bible says about it. It's a come as you are and come when you can Titus 2 environment, moms of all ages and stages. You can participate or not. Some leave their videos off and pop in their earbuds and listen in just like it's a podcast. I want to personally invite you to the most welcoming place in cyberspace. There's a link in the show notes. I can say hands down, forgiveness was the open door for me to freedom. Once I learned what forgiveness is and isn't, God began changing my life and the lives of my children in profound ways. Forgiveness has that much power. Choosing unconditional obedience to Jesus in this area of forgiveness may very well be one of the hardest places you have to walk personally. Forgiveness is at the very foundation of your ability to walk in freedom and victory in Christ over your past and your present. It will also require the utmost of integrity on your part to pull it off. As we pray over our children to learn how to walk in the freedom of forgiveness, may each one of us be willing to step up our spiritual parenting in this area so that you and I will be models of what true forgiveness looks like. As we dive into the Bible today, let me share with you a few things that forgiveness is and is not. First and foremost, forgiveness is required by God. We are commanded in the Bible to forgive others as we have been forgiven. That's in Matthew 6 verses 14 and 15. Forgiveness keeps us from the trap of Satan in our lives. That's 2 Corinthians 2.11. If we want to be like Christ, it is a requirement. That's what Ephesians 4 verses 31 and 32 says. Forgiveness is not forgetting what someone has done to us. Although I can say that forgetting the pain caused by someone in my life has been a long-term benefit of forgiveness personally. God is omniscient. He cannot forget. However, he promises not to hold our sin against us. As his disciples, the same is required of us. That's Psalm 103 verse 12. Forgiveness does not mean that you tolerate sin in someone else. Just because you've forgiven someone does not mean your relationship with them is a healthy one. Sometimes it's best we walk away from unhealthy and abusive relationships. Boundaries and abusive relationships are imperative. Forgiveness and reconciliation are two very different subjects. Forgiveness does not seek revenge. It's natural to want to lash out at someone who has hurt you, but God is clear. Revenge is his and his alone. That's what Romans 12, 19 says. This is probably the hardest part of all. Forgiveness is agreeing to live with the consequences of the other person's sin. Some things, once they've happened, have consequences that can't be taken back. Let's face it, we're all living the consequences of Adam and Eve's sin. And let's not forget, others are living the consequences of our poor choices as well. We can choose the bondage of bitterness or the freedom of forgiveness. I want to take you a little deeper into some of those Bible passages about forgiveness and how 
to take steps in choosing forgiveness. The first one is Matthew 6, 14 and 15. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Forgiving someone has nothing to do with our feelings. If we wait until we feel like forgiving someone, We simply won't do it. Forgiveness is a choice of our will out of obedience to Jesus Christ. The believer extends forgiveness because Jesus asks you to, period. The consequence of your withholding forgiveness is broken fellowship with God. Forgiveness is the door to freedom and victory in our walk with Christ. If you're struggling in your walk with Christ, make a list of those who need who you need to forgive and choose to forgive them and release them to God. Those that have wronged you owe you nothing because Jesus has already paid for their sin on the cross. For us to demand more than what Jesus has already done is pride on our part. Unforgiveness is a sin we must deal with on a daily basis in order to maintain a healthy relationship with God. Our feelings will follow our choice of obedience every time. Withholding forgiveness of another is a surefire way for the enemy to have control in our lives. It opens the door for his attack and keeps us from walking in victory Jesus died for. Look with me at 2 Corinthians 2 verses 10 and 11. When you forgive this man, I forgive him too, so that Satan will not outsmart us, for we are familiar with his evil schemes. Forgiveness is a weapon. It was the very weapon Jesus used on the cross, and it is also the very weapon we must use to walk in the freedom and victory of Christ. The first step in spiritual warfare is choosing to forgive those who have hurt you and release them to God, because they owe you nothing. They owe Jesus everything. My knee-jerk reaction to the hurt I feel from another is to turn around and hurt them back. Let's face it, hurt people hurt people, but healed people heal people. Third, let's take a look at Romans 12, 19. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. We are commanded in this verse to never take revenge. Revenge is reserved for God and God alone. If we're honest with ourselves, we will realize our righteous anger over something doesn't stay righteous very long. Choosing to forgive and release the one who has wounded you to God guarantees that he will take care of what they've done to you. They don't owe us anything. However, they do owe Jesus everything. Withholding your forgiveness of another eventually turns to bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander. It continues to go downhill from there. Fourth, Ephesians 4.31 reminds us of this. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. A quick search on your computer will show you the effects of bitterness on your physical body. It is spiritual cancer, and it will eat you alive. Consistently walking in sin will have a physical effect on your body. We were never created to carry around the effects of sin in our physical bodies. Unforgiveness is sin, and that's why we need to choose to forgive those who have wronged us. Unforgiveness is a poison you're drinking hoping the other person dies. Confession is good for the soul. Confessing our unforgiveness to God and then extending the same forgiveness that we've received from God to others is the very key of walking in victory in Christ over our past. The good news is there is a cure for spiritual cancer.
And last, 1 John 1.9 reminds us of this. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you are struggling in your walk with Christ, start looking at those places you need to forgive others. As you begin to make the choice to forgive, to release that other person to God and declare that they owe you nothing, the feelings of grace will wash over you fresh and new. Don't believe me? Give it a try. But you might be asking, Tina, where do I start? I'm glad you asked. In prayer, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you those you need to choose to forgive. Make a list as he shows you these things. Once your list is together, begin at the top and pray this over each name. Heavenly Father, I submit myself to your authority in my life. I choose to forgive for and I release them to you. They owe me nothing. Allow the emotion of what has happened to you to come to the surface. It is when you allow God to touch your emotional core that you can begin healing your heart of the hurt that people have done to you. I know that sounds a bit too simple, but trust me when I tell you, God does amazing things when we choose to walk as he did in forgiveness. I'm praying for you this week that you will choose obedience by forgiving those who hurt you. When you look at forgiveness as a choice and not a feeling, you will make that choice despite your feelings. Trust me when I say, I've had to choke those words out of my mouth a time or two, but God was and will always be faithful to wash over us the feelings of grace and freedom that follow obedience to him. Here are your five tips to help you step up your spiritual parenting this week. Number one, teach your children that forgiveness is about obedience, not feelings. Number two, talk to them about how forgiveness is the spiritual weapon Jesus used on the cross. Number three, Talk to them about how revenge is reserved for God alone. Number four, talk to them about how unforgiveness affects our physical bodies. And number five, confess your sin of unforgiveness. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you that you've given us everything we need to be able to walk through this forgiveness issue. Lord, thank you that when we pour our hearts out to you, you touch us and begin to heal us of the wounds of the past. Sometimes it's so hard to just get those words out of our mouths, Lord, but we ask for your grace and your mercy as we take these steps of obedience. Lord, I lift my friend up to you and I ask that you would make them courageous this week to deal with those things of forgiveness towards others. In Jesus' name, amen.